0: RSL beat Portland in the Open Cup, lose to LAFC at home, tie Portland at home, and win in the first game of the Rocky Mountain Cup. Meanwhile, MLS announces a new team, and Diego Luna scores for the USMNT under-20s. You are listening to Here at the Riot, a Real Salt Lake soccer podcast.
1: To another episode of here at the riot and i'm gonna say it a real salt lake podcast
0: yay
1: uh this is josh and dax is with me your host hello we
0: are we are both of your hosts and yeah we're here with all of the latest rsl news it's been a while since we've had an episode and actually lots has happened so we're we're gonna go over four games in this episode and also some (laughs) some other news so i mean buckle up because it's gonna be a of uh an experience we'll (laughs) we'll we'll just say that
1: we spent like 20 minutes before this trying to remember what happened four games ago because it's been so long and some of these games were not memorable
0: (laughs) i mean especially when they play portland twice and now they're gonna play colorado twice like yeah yeah man i don't know hey does this factor in does the open cup factor into the rocky mountain cup at all
1: uh mm, good question i feel like it should I think it does. Didn't Dunny say something about that, that they that we play them four times this year?
0: <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like it definitely should because we, we do play them uh, three times in the regular season, which is kind of insane to me. Why would we play them three times? Do we always play them three wow. times?
1: No, that's because there are 29 teams. So because they added St. Louis... There, there's an uneven number, and well, so
0: why couldn't we just play a team from the Eastern Conference that we haven't played?
1: I don't know. Ask Don Garber. Cause Rocky <laughs> Mountain
0: Cup.
1: Yeah. Honestly, though, like we play Colorado three times in the regular season, easy points. That's how I view it. I wish we played the Galaxy three times in the regular season. I mean,
0: to be fair, we do play them twice away so that kind of sucked we play them three times away if you count the open cup
1: yeah because we can never get a home game for the open cup if Uh, if we
0: win this game in the open cup and we don't get a home game i'm going to eat a pair of scissors
1: uh that is not gonna happen
0: (laughs) sorry there's just a pair of scissors sitting on my desk next to me and i'm like yeah that sounds good hmm um but anyways we have a lot to get to so we're just gonna get into it um so since we last met rso played four different games the first of which being the u.s open cup game against portland this was at portland um and I do have to say that was a pretty pretty fun game to watch. I don't know what you thought about it, but I thought it was a fun game to watch.
1: Yeah, it was the, uh, the epitome of the Open Cup. <clears throat> Back and forth, neither team wanted to play defense. Um,
0: yeah, fun stuff. Like, this is what we pay to see. Mm-hmm. Goals on goals. <laughs> it wasn't the best soccer, but...
1: There were lots of goals. So, what are you um, talking about? I, I
0: mean, Gomez got <laughs> probably what's going to be the RSL goal of the season. Yep. Um And, dude, I, I remember, because this this game happened a while ago, but um, the thing that I remember is that Gomez, whoever he was matched up against, he literally had him in his pocket the whole game and was just... He could do basically whatever he wanted and that yeah. was fun to watch
1: <laughs> that goal man he was just dancing around and both the defenders were like too scared to get close to him and put pressure because they knew he'd just go past mm-hmm. them and so he was like okay give I, me space i'll, I'll just sh- place it I'll in I'll the just top shoot. corner <laughs> let, oh, let
0: him cook i said let him cook <laughs>
1: what a great goal
0: that is that's the epitome of that goal but i remember watching that goal and literally got up out of my chair and was like dang i probably screamed and yelled and said something (laughs) stupid but i i did something maybe it was a while ago i don't remember exactly what i did i'm pretty sure i called you no we watched the second half together over the phone
1: Yes. Yeah. That's what happened.
0: I think you called me cuz you're like, "Oh my gosh, that goal was so great." Yeah, cuz I, like,
1: I kept texting. We were literally texting like back and forth constantly, and I was like, "This is getting exhausting. I'm just going to call you." Ah. <laughs> so so I can watch the game instead of looking at my fingers typing.
0: <clears throat> well. <But>. So <laughs> So yeah, what well, um other than the scoreline what kind of were your impressions of of that game
1: um yeah so we started off really poorly with that bad pass from beavers which led to a goal um beavers had one of those games where like he had great saves and he also had really awful mistakes so, you know, that's to be expected from a kid his age. Obviously, the talent's there, but he's also obviously not ready to be the starter for RSL. So, keep giving him spot starts um, just to develop him, but McMath's still our number one. By yeah. far the best goalkeeper we have. <clears throat> um, And then... Yeah, this was really Michael Chang's game. Like, he kind of took over a little bit. Mm-hmm. Two goals, scores the brace, gets us the win. Um, He was, like, the seniority on the team in this one.
0: <laughs> he was one of the older players. I mean, it was, like, him and Glad.
1: Yeah, and he really stepped up. And, I mean, this this is what we've been saying for a while that RSL has depth and you would think that a team that had depth would be able to do well in tournaments like the open cup because you're playing heavily rotated squads. Yeah. That obviously hasn't panned out for a very long time, but it's finally kind of happening with players like Chang stepping up. So it was, it's just exciting to actually be invested in the open cup. It's been a, I can I don't think I've ever been invested in the open Cup as long as I can remember.
0: Well, so. I don't know when the last time RSL did very well was, but yes, I agree with you. Um, yeah. it's it's good to be invested in the open Cup. And one thing about Chang is that like the honestly the the more I see him play both in the open Cup and in the um just in the regular season like the more like impressed i am that he's just like a solid player like i don't uh, he, he's just, he's just very solid and that's like the best way that i can describe him cuz i know that there are some people on twitter who are like oh my gosh why are we even giving chang minutes he's so old you know or whatever but like he does a lot of th- a lot of things really well and like i am happy to have him you know as the number 3 or number 4 on the wing wherever he he ends up like i th- i think he's just a really solid player
1: yeah and he almost never makes mistakes mhm like he yeah um i think now that miram's gone he's absolutely the number 3 and he's going to see a significant role going forward and good for him you know like they came out with a salary that's another thing that that i guess we can mention but the salary cap oh yeah um (laughs) numbers were released honestly i don't know we we don't have to dig into that too much but uh michael chang got a deserved salary increase well deserved Mm -hmm. um i guess the only other thing i'll say about the (laughs) the salary cap is like um rubin is making way too much money for doing nothing and anderson julio is making more than justin glad so just just let that simmer because i think justin glad's way more important mm-hmm. but you also technically pay more for strikers whatever um there, you saying there's
0: no glory in defending
1: there's no money in defending. Ah, there's yes. glory, but there's no money. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> um. But anyways, that's all I will say about that. Uh, Musovski also had a goal and an assist in this game. Which, like, Musovski, is quietly having a really good run of form. And proving me wrong a little bit. He still, like, <laughs> looks really goofy and sometimes loses the ball in the stupidest ways Mm -hmm. but like he also scores when the ball falls to him inside the box which someone like rubio rubin can't seem to do that is what you are
0: supposed to do when you are a striker i mean he has scored two goals in the past two two weeks and both of them have been that where he got like a lucky bounce and he put him away um so far, that has not happened to either Rubin or um, Julio, although Julio has scored some actual goals that, you know, were deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's what you have to expect your striker to do. And right now, I feel like Musovski is doing that.
1: Yeah, and his assist in this game was good there was no luck with that. Was, oh yeah, it was, it was I think
0: that. I remember that one. It was a real it was a really good ball.
1: Yeah. Good stuff. So Yeah. Um I guess Hidalgo had an assist. I think it was the Gomez goal. <laughs> Honestly, which uh you know, whatever. <laughs> I mean um, <laughs> if you can consider that an assist like i guess
0: i feel like i feel like we should change the definition of assist so like it has to like
1: contribute to the goal yeah
0: but you know they'll they gave it to him so i guess yeah. that's the definition that we're working with
1: that's fine and then delance pierre started and i thought he kind of had a tough time but yes. that's okay. He was playing because Holt was injured and Silva was injured and yada yada yada. So,
0: so I mean, that's another thing that we could probably talk about like with with Silva injured, like are we kind of shallow it at, at center back because we've well, got Well, that's
1: why we brought Vera in. And this is true. He's yeah. playing a lot. <laughs> like he sat for this one because he's been he's played every game since he came
0: basically yeah
1: um actually or did he play left back for this game I can't remember but I yes we are thin as center back only because both Holt and Silva are injury prone and <laughs> should I even mention Farnsworth the dude's no. never healthy
0: no don't <laughs>
1: so all three of those can be considered center backs and you know maybe 20 percent of the time they're healthy okay that's that's an exaggeration more than that but they've all had exactly three percent
0: of, 3% the, of the time they are healthy <laughs> Um, yeah, I
1: am a little concerned about this. I was going to talk about that after yeah. we talked about the Colorado game because Holt went out with injury. But let's yeah, yes, let's we can
0: we can save this conversation. Yeah, for sure for that. Um, but yeah, it, like overall, I think the Portland game was just it was it was fun. There were lots of goals, and I mean, RSL looked really good in that game, and I think that. We were, you know, we were hopeful about the next game. Um, yeah.
1: Yeah. And Any... then, an LAFC Sorry. happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which I went to this game. We're ready. To... You don't have anything else to say about the the Open Cup game? No, that's right. pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on. So, um, there was a game that happened against LAFC. Um, I went to this game and uh it rained during the game so i had a little rain poncho that i nice. that i put on so i didn't get wet um
1: how little was it
0: i mean it was normal sized <laughs> like, well you
1: just said a little rain poncho well so, like hmm, i was I saying know. little Maybe it was really tight no it was wasn't it tight, tight. In the chest
0: it wouldn't be tight on me <laughs> Like, That's why uh, I was surprised. Unless it was for a child or something. But I thought
1: it was for a child for a minute.
0: No, it wasn't for a child. It was for a a normal sized adult, and I put so it on. It was on... baggy. Yes. It, okay. It was basically like a trash bag. Okay. Like. Okay.
1: <laughs> we can move on. Okay. Okay. Interrogation over.
0: <laughs> but like, so the people who were sitting next to us, they were, I assume fan like ecuador fans because they had an ecuadorian flag um and they cheered whenever uh julio or c fuentes for that matter on lafc got the ball (laughs) so
1: i love that they were like we don't
0: care about the teams ecuador (laughs) ecuador like yeah so that was kind of funny (laughs) um so, yeah, I mean, we went to that game. They ended up losing 3-0, and it was raining. So, overall, not the best um, experience. Um, and, I mean, I don't know if there's a lot to talk about in this game other than LAFC is good and RSL just struggled. Um, I do remember yeah. thinking after the Bowanga goal... Um, like what are you supposed to do against that mhm cuz like i don't know what the xg was for that shot but i was i was surprised when it went in and i i literally remember saying to myself like what are what are you supposed to do against that like i guess they could have picked him up sooner in the midfield but like it was just a really good shot um, yeah so
1: no i agree with you that there isn't much to say because we were never threatening. And the reality is that we just cannot compete with the top tier of MLS at, at the moment. Mm -hmm. Like we, we never posed a threat. No, we, we showed up, (laughs) we got beat thoroughly and you know, you move on. Um, the one other thing, there was a penalty I thought the penalty that was actually called was really soft, but there was an earlier foul that wasn't called a penalty that I thought should have been, so I kind of didn't care about it. Mm-hmm. And also we were we were going to lose anyways. So,
0: yeah, I mean at 2 when it was still 2-0, I had like some semblance of hope, but like just I don't I don't remember when that we were ever like Close to scoring, like I just never felt like.
1: I mean, here's here's what I remember about the game, and this just this just embodies (laughs) the difference between us. So our best player, Gomez, (laughs) um, he was he dribbled into the box or something, and Aaron Long ran over and literally just body checked him, Mm -hmm. and it was like really physical but also not enough to be a foul and the ball just rolled out of bounds and Gomez was kind of like oh okay yeah and Aaron Long's just like nah too easy and too I was easy. like that's it that's the difference right there <laughs> like they it feels like they have us beat in every single position
0: mm-hmm. so yeah um <laughs> Lafc is just uh, way better than RSL, and um, with the salary numbers, I think that that kind of makes sense. Um,
1: they they actually weren't as high as you would have thought, though.
0: Which is because yeah, like teams like Toronto and the Galaxy were a lot higher. Mhm. But so I mean, credit where credit is due. It it seems like they, you know, have a good thing going for them and they know um they their coaching is really good as well um but also they have lots of money there and rsl has decent coast coaching but not a lot of money yeah or could we even say decent coach is that up for debate
1: i w- i would say that's up for debate <laughs> all <but> right <laughs> might be a hot take i don't know
0: all right <laughs> um but, okay, anything else about the LAFC game?
1: That's it. Honestly, I had forgotten everything about this game, and I had to do research before we started the podcast. So, yeah, yeah let us let me
0: just forget again. <laughs> let's just forget that that happened. Um, okay, so that brings us to the other game against Portland that happened midweek. I mean, both of these games happened, the Portland games happened midweek, but this one was in MLS play, um, and it happened uh last Wednesday. So um that game ended in a zero zero tie and honestly it was a pretty boring game. I don't really remember like there were there were no doubt chances, but like none of them really stood out to me and it kind of it kinda felt like a zero zero draw. Um is this
1: the game where Ojeda had a shot off the post yes yeah so i felt like we had good chances in this oh um at least a few yeah i don't know what the xg was
0: i think it was low i think it was around one
1: Mm. yeah that is pretty low which Um, i mean
0: if you have one xg then you probably should have scored you know right but that's you know that would mean that you were expected to score one goal (laughs) yeah for so for us it was 1.01 for portland it was 0.4 so rsl definitely had more of the chances
1: right um that's what i remember that i thought we were the better team yeah but we couldn't quite score um interestingly enough i watched this game with dax
0: yes josh was
1: due to circumstances i was in utah Mm. and so we watched this game together also with my dad
0: yes and i missed the first 20 minutes because i had to take olivia home um but Um... i managed to catch the last part of it so that's all that matters And you didn't miss any goals, so that's great too. (laughs) I could have missed the whole game and I wouldn't have missed any goals, but I mean, I guess that's true.
1: Yeah. So the only other things I had to add for this game were that uh, Saverino at Striker makes me sad.
0: (laughs) Yes. And And, uh,
1: that Hidalgo, again, had a really tough game. Um well okay I won't say again but I I thought that he struggled especially defensively. He's fine going mm-hmm. No. No. He this was the game where he was bad defensively and he was bad going forward. His passes were errant. Just not a like... great
0: game for Hidalgo.
1: Yeah, he just had a bad game. It's fine. Um Anelli had a good game. And that's really that's it. Those were all my notes.
0: I mean Honestly, like super draft for the win, am I right? Like we've gotten some pretty good players from the super draft.
1: Yeah, um, honestly. And I think uh was this the game where Jackson started?
0: Uh I don't think Jacqueson He did he came in off the bench.
1: Okay. So um, he started the Colorado game. Yes. Because
0: yeah. it was it was Saverino and Julio, right. up top.
1: Julio started, which honestly, it's good to see Julio back. He yeah. didn't have like a stellar game, but <clears throat> you know, it's good to see him healthy. Well, Julio was always off sides in this one, wasn't he? Oh my goodness,
0: he's always, always offside. <laughs> like, there's not a game where he is not like, I, it was what was it? It was the Charlotte game where he literally got called off sides like eight times. Mm -hmm. and i was like dude like you're so fast give him like two steps you can beat him like (laughs) yeah i don't know he could literally wait for the ball to be kicked like with with like two steps behind like any center back in the league at this point and beat them like i don't understand why he's like i need to go
1: me neither well i mean speed's his thing he's just jumping the gun yeah um dude can i talk about ojeda for a minute should should i just slot this in here right now sure
0: i mean i i feel like ojeda had a pretty good game against portland so i don't know what you're gonna say but if it's about him being good then you can slot it in here i guess if it's about him being bad then you can slot it in here too i don't really care
1: so i thought he was fine also he should have scored that goal but oh well He's a central midfielder. Um, However, so July is inching ever closer. And I'm going to be honest, Ojeda is fourth on the depth chart. He's behind Anelli and Lawfulson. I would rather see both of those guys, who are both super draft guys, ahead of ojeda Mm -hmm. i think Ojeda's a good player but i just think that anelli and law i just like anelli and lawfulson better and i don't know if there's i don't think that there's a huge gap between ojeda and those two i think it's more like my preference yeah (laughs) but man that price tag it's never gonna happen and I wonder I would...
0: if they kind of do like the sort of same thing that they did with Julio, where where he goes back for a while and then they negotiate and they get him for like a discount.
1: Absolutely could happen. Cause... Especially Nottingham Forest has secured like they're staying up this season. They're locked yeah. in. And Ojeda's not going to sniff Premier League.
0: No. yeah. So,
1: you know. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting. It'll be very interesting, but Inelli has really burst onto the scene just like Lawfulson did last season, and I really like both of them. And Ojeda's been good, but I just like those two better, and I mm-hmm. think Ruiz has to stay. Um, his passing... No one can match his passing
0: yeah. from the midfield. So... I mean, yeah, and the 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 O'Hata thing kind of gets put into more perspective when you consider that both Loffelson and Anelli were super draft picks and we got them for free. So like,
1: exactly. Yeah, price factors in.
0: Yeah, it doesn't really and... make any sense to pay you know millions of dollars for someone who's going to be as good as someone we can just get in the super draft. So
1: yeah it'll be interesting
0: but yeah so and and you're right that like july it keeps getting closer and closer this is a decision that we're gonna have to make um well we're not gonna have to make it the the front office is gonna have to make it but the collective um, we (laughs) this is our team insert bugs bunny communist meme here
1: that's exactly what I was thinking,
0: yeah, <laughs> um but i yeah, I think that Anelli has looked really good, um, and I'm always impressed with with Sind. I think lawfulsond is is really good as well, so um yeah,
1: the thing that's so great about those two is that they can play like any position mm-hmm. we we put Lawfelson at striker at one point last season, and honestly, he wasn't half bad, no. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And Anelli's played right back, and Ojeda's not flexible like that. He's locked into his position.
0: Well, keep in mind that Lawfulson was a right back in college, and Anelli was a, a wing.
1: Yeah, like an attacking player. I, yeah. Anelli was a striker. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. A wing or a striker. He was an attacker.
0: I want to know, like, what. <laughs> How why is Pablo like yes you must play center mid like so all of these super draft picks like yeah It's I don't because
1: know. it's because we're playing the four four stupid two and <laughs> they're just he's just fitting square pegs into round holes and he's like Yes this I okay. was like this is
0: fine, everything's on fire around him he's like Yeah, this is fine <laughs> This is all good.
1: Yeah. I mm, a better coach, I think would really elevate this team's play. Like we yeah. could we could be getting so much more out of these players. I think our roster is actually pretty darn good. Okay. And if we can get a solid 9, I think with the right setup, we could be competing at the top of MLS. I think that we could with with our personnel yeah but it's the way we approach games the way we play that i think is holding the players back
0: actually and see that but... was that was one thing sorry were you going to say something else
1: nope that's it
0: that was one thing that i actually remember from the lafc game is that we would just send ball after ball into the box Mm-hmm. and nothing like that was our entire game plan and either lafc center backs are just s- super good or our forwards are just bad or you know both like <laughs> there was no sort of flexibility on that that's how we were going to play and it just didn't work out so like and that's that's pretty much all coaching at that point because like it's like Pablo is telling them that's how they're going to play. Uh, something I saw on Twitter is like RSL, someone said that RSL would actually be really good as a counterattack team. And I think I kind of agree. I don't know what, what, how you think about that, but like if we just like sat back and then hit people on the counter, especially with like the speed that we have up front with Gomez and Julio and all of that, I feel like they could be a pretty good counterattack team
1: i um yes depending on the lineup we put out i i I do agree that we could like offensively we could score goals playing that way but our defense has been so poor that i think we would actually concede just as many if not more if we just sat back every game um that being said, you know if we're starting Vera at left back, with Silva in, and maybe Brody at right back, then we're better defensively, because Oviedo and Hidalgo provide um, things in the attack that Vera can't. Mm-hmm. But you know Oviedo and Hidalgo, I think in the last four-ish games have both been exposed defensively pretty yeah. pretty like Oviedo's had some really just questionable moments defensively the first so, goal so with LFC
0: was his fault
1: yeah like Oviedo's. he was just and I think there was one against Colorado it was the Abubakar goal yeah where um Vera and Glad are on their marks and Oviedo is in between them And I was like, you're the left back. Why did you push for? Why did you go past Vera? Yeah. Why did you pass? Like, you know, Hidalgo, Oviedo, they're good in the attack. They're better in the attack than Vera, definitely. And, you know, it's up for debate with Brody. But they are definitely worse defensively than those. Yeah. So I could see, you know, with the right personnel – and the other thing I would say to that, the counterattacking, is I would want Julio and Jokasen up top. Musovsky's not fast. <laughs> what what are you fast. talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think they would really... I don't think that would suit them. Yeah. But if we had both Julio and Jokasen up top, now we're talking. I could see that working. Yeah. But...
0: I don't know. It's an interesting thought, because, like, I feel like... RSL's never really played that way. Like they have a kind of a history of being like a, a team that possesses, especially with like, you know, the midfield of Kyle Beckerman. We go back to the good old days with Kyle Beckerman and Javier Morales. Like that was definitely a team that wanted to possess the ball. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we're like, we're shooting for that, but you know, I don't know if we're ever going to have a six that's as good as Kyle Beckerman again. Like I don't. I just don't know if that's possible.
1: Yeah, and it's funny because you do. Like we try to play that way, but almost every single game we get outpossessed.
0: <laughs> I know,
1: and <laughs> so, so that I mean that's where the like that's where you're making your point, where it's like mm-hmm. we're literally getting outpossessed anyways <laughs> because we're not we're not good enough to outpossess these teams.
0: Well, so it's interesting because like. During that, um, during that time, we played the the four, four, 2 with a diamond in the middle, and honestly, our three best players were, uh, Beckerman, Morales, and then Sabario. Like, mm-hmm. and that was just like an unstoppable combo. But like now, it's fine. yeah, now we now we've moved out to the wings. And we don't have a a goal scorer. So, and yet we're still, I don't know. We're still trying to possess the ball. I don't know. It's, I I feel like we're kind of shooting for, you know, being I mean, like, this is how we must play because that's how we won the MLS Cup. Um, but we may not have to do that. I don't know.
1: Yeah. Well, that's all I have with yeah. portland
0: um so i guess that takes us to the colorado game the first game part one in, <laughs> yes because we play the Colorado's actually the next game
1: you know um, actually i heard that the team didn't even travel home they just stayed in colorado
0: i think that that's wrong i think they did travel home did they yeah, because so they were going to they but were going to they're, go they're they're, both
1: away games, right? I know.
0: Yeah, they were going to go there. They, they traveled to Colorado. They were going to go back home and they were going to go to Colorado and then they were going to stay in Colorado and then go to Minnesota. Oh, I think that, I think that's that when they were going to stay.
1: That must have been what I saw.
0: But still, I could also be wrong.
1: Goofy MLS scheduling because League's Cup. <laughs> Got to have some League's Cup up in here.
0: Oh yeah, dude. Ah, oh, we have to play Seattle again. Mm-hmm. I hate this stupid nonsense. Do we <laughs> do we play them twice? In I the think League's we cup? play
1: them Uh I don't know.
0: Like are it we really gonna go is... down to Mexico?
1: <laughs> no. So we play which teams in our group again?
0: it's seattle and then monterey
1: i know we play monterey at home i don't know about seattle
0: that kind of sucks for the league mx teams because oh maybe we maybe each team plays one at home and one away i could see that like we play seattle away but then we play monterey at home and then they must play seattle at home i don't know how it works
1: I don't know. I don't think anyone knows how it works. This is like the first time it's happening, but it is, it is kind of silly because the U.S. Open Cup is regionalized, which at face value I like, mm-hmm. but it's kind of ridiculous when we played Portland two times within a week and now we're playing Colorado back-to-back. And, and then you factor in that we just happened to draw Seattle <laughs> in League's Cup. And so now we're playing them even more. It's just like we just keep playing all of the teams like directly adjacent to us. And we're not playing any of the other teams. It's kind of goofy. Well, It's weird. It feels weird to me.
0: I kind of think that at this point, the MLS is just too big to have just two conferences, if that makes sense. Like... And I, I kind of hope this changes once there are actually 32 teams in the league that they mm-hmm. split it up into four and then you play each team in your conference twice. Because, like, there's just so much, like, we hardly ever play anyone from the Eastern Conference, it seems like.
1: Yeah. And with we've all of... We've never played Miami.
0: We've never played Miami. <laughs> um, Like, let's see. Uh, we're playing NYC, we're playing DC. So we played those guys last season, but we're not going to play the Red Bulls. We're not going to play. Um, they're just a whole bunch of teams that it's like just been a while since we've played them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I don't know. Cause like you could totally, I think, I feel like you could totally do you play each team in your conference once with eight, eight con like eight team conferences and then, so, you know, you play each of them twice, and then you play everyone else once. I feel like you could do that in a season. But
1: Everyone else once? Yeah. Every other team in every conference?
0: Or close to it.
1: Of, that's a lot of games, though. Well,
0: you just fill in the rest of your games, because you're playing um, 16 games? 30? 30... Oh, wait, no, that's... No, yeah, you're playing 16 games just in conference, then you've got 16 games you played each team every two years i guess they would be
1: yeah that that'd be fine every i don't two know years.
0: yeah yeah there were there would be eight teams that you wouldn't play
1: mm-hmm.
0: in in a season but anyways we spent i feel like we spent too much time talking about
1: that yeah we can move on
0: okay um so we had the first installment of the rocky mountain cup um which i i mean last week was technically a rivalry week but now it's this week again is rivalry week so well we we didn't
1: play our rivals on rivalry week
0: but now but now we did so it's rivalry week again
1: yeah i don't
0: understand and then we're gonna play them again in the open cup so it's rivalry week again (laughs) three rivalry weeks in a row
1: they're still trying to figure it out
0: <laughs> i feel like it's not that hard just like just... i know but oh we also got el traffico part three tonight with the wow. u.s open cup
1: really yeah, oh, yeah lafc
0: is playing the galaxy in 10 minutes
1: they're... i was just gonna say they're probably playing right now
0: pretty close hmm. so we have that to look forward to i think it's so funny I don't know if you've seen this, but like everyone on Twitter has been like Yeah, the the Carson Galaxy, you know, referring to <laughs> like LAFC just like won the rights to LA and now the galaxy are not from LA, they're from Carson, California. I don't know. I just think <laughs> it's funny.
1: I hadn't seen that. That is funny.
0: So I think that should be a new thing. I, cause I, well I don't know if LAFC their their stadium's located in LA proper, but like That should be the new thing yeah um Hmm. anyways rivalry game against colorado um and this game also had a lot of goals um so does that mean rsl oh well they won they won 3-2 um so the the big question is rsl good or is colorado just bad Josh, what's your answer?
1: Colorado's bad.
0: (laughs) And depression again. (laughs) Well, (laughs) two of
1: our goals were really lucky. So the Ruiz goal, like, you almost never score from there, especially with a shot on the ground. Mm -hmm. And it took a double deflection off two different defenders to put this in. It. And, I mean, you know, credit to Ruiz. He hit it with a lot of power. But it bounced off two different defenders and then hit the post and went in, no, I No,
0: it didn't hit the post. But it didn't hit the post. Okay. It was off frame, and then it got deflected back on frame.
1: Yeah, it's, um... It was a very low XG shot. And we scored, and that's great, and it was awesome. Um... But then the Musovski goal was also kind of just a fluke, where it dropped to him in a scrum off deflections, and he put it in.
0: Which and again, kudos to him you know, for doing that.
1: Yeah, he finished the the chance he had, but you know, both of those goals, I felt like we were lucky. Um, and then the Krylov goal was was not luck. I that was what that word. was
0: pure class
1: an assist from rubio rubin <gasps> all our problems are solved our Dex, defensive minded right? striker yeah everything's he got he has one assist on the season everything's okay he all of his starts are justified now right did he
0: he scored one goal last season right
1: i don't even remember did he did, did he, he, he score? scored
0: as many goals as he had red cards <gasps> Yeah. So, not a great I, stat if you're a striker, but we still love him. We'll still pay him $600,000 a year.
1: I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't hate him as a person. I just It just frustrates me when players that are not producing continue to get starts and then players like Diego Luna who are producing continue to get snubbed. Ooh, that's which much
0: yeah, we will get to that in a second, my guy. Yeah. But
1: um. Anyways, do you want me to to go through some of my notes here for you the can Colorado You go through some game? of your notes. Yeah. So I felt like, especially after halftime, Colorado was clearly targeting Bodhi Hidalgo. Um. And we already talked earlier about Oviedo, just like completely missing his mark. Mm-hmm. for abubakar so yeah both of our wingbacks kind of more offensive minded and it really showed in the chances we gave colorado um they're also really bad at finishing though like i think it's jonathan lewis number seven yeah where he had a ton of chances and all of his shots were just like whiffs <laughs> and i was like Dang, this guy reminds me of Rubio Rubin. <laughs> yeah. Um But yeah. I don't know. It it was great to win. And it was fun. It was a heavily rotated lineup.
0: Yes. Uh, uh Savarino actually did not make the trip. Cause I think it, he was Was it
1: was it because of the Italian visa or whatever?
0: What? he Italian got Italian visa.
1: No. Is it citizenship?
0: He's an okay. Italian citizen?
1: Now I can't remember. I don't know.
0: I think it was personal issues, but I don't know.
1: Someone was saying something on Twitter about, like, congrats to Sabarino for getting his whatever, whatever. He gonna... like...
0: <laughs> He's like, I'm done with the Venezuela national team. I'm going to go play for Italy.
1: Well, it it would be dual citizenship if he got it was it citizenship i can't remember i'll try and look take the rain stacks
0: yeah um so i think something to note here is that rubio rubin started on the wing um we didn't try to play him as a striker in this game and i think he didn't do like half bad i think he did as good as he would have at striker um, mm-hmm. which kind of just shows that Pablo is quite literally just playing four wings uh, <laughs> on the offense and, you know, just letting them have at it. Um, so, which honestly, I think at this point, our most striker striker is Krylock. Everyone else like, cause I would never play Krylock on the wing.
1: Krylock and Musovsky.
0: Yeah, so I don't know. We'll keep we'll keep seeing if that works. But also, Jakusin started. I don't think this was his first MLS start, right? He started a previous game. Was um, it
1: an Open Cup game, though? I yeah. know he started at striker in one of the games.
0: It might have been.
1: It might have been against the Vegas light, but I can't remember. Anyways.
0: Anyways, it's cool that he started. We're getting a lot of use out of our uh, super draft picks. Um, and again, if a super draft pick can come in and actually compete for playing time um, as our, uh, you know, as a as a number nine, first of all, it says that we don't have very good number nines. And second of all, like, <laughs> why are we exactly paying six hundred thousand dollars a year for Rubio Rabine? Yeah. Who doesn't do anything. Um,
1: Valid question. And then... One that a lot of people have asked.
0: <laughs> I mean... And... Man. We got rid of Bobby Wood. We got rid of Sergio Cordova. Bobby Wood's actu- actually tearing it up with New England right now. So... That's I don't great. think
1: Cordova's doing anything though. Eh,
0: Cordova's eh for Vancouver, and I I also think he's been injured a little bit of the time, so that oh, might have okay. something to do with it. Um, Justin Miram got another assist for Charlotte. Um, so that's dude.
1: Miram's really having himself a secondary revival. <laughs> he,
0: the, the dude never goes away. He he's immortal.
1: Yeah, every time he goes to a new team, he's like, here you go. Goals and assists right off the bat.
0: But he, I, it just makes me wonder, I'm like, were we actually using him to his full potential? I guess the answer is no, because he straight up walked into a starting spot for um, yeah, Charlotte. Although, it's a different situation, because I really don't think they had a left wing. Whereas, like, we're pretty stacked on the wings. um, But yeah, it's just interesting to see players that we've traded away doing so well.
1: Yeah. I feel, I don't know, conflicted. Like, good for them. Yeah. But it does get frustrating.
0: Um. Okay, oh, so- here we go. Oh, you got something?
1: I, I found it. Jefferson Saverino got Italian citizenship. Okay. Does it say why? Nope. Doesn't say why. Sweet. Um But yeah, so it was citizenship, and I think that's maybe why he wasn't at this game. But anyways.
0: Well, there's that. Wasn't at the game because of Italian citizenship. <laughs>
1: random factoid
0: um so speaking of players that we've sent away well i guess that's not really real we eric holt got injured in this colorado game so we had to he uh justin glad did not start this game but we had to sub him on because eric holt injured we got injured basically at halftime um so there's that and the reason i say players we sent away because uh Jaziel Orozco, still on loan, um, probably would have gotten some playing time. You know, definitely in the Open Cup, maybe in MLS if he had stayed. And, yeah, now it seems like we're a little thin at center back. So that's interesting. Good point. I
1: have, yeah.
0: Because... I agree. I mean, Orosco is ahead of... He's definitely ahead of Delence-Pierre, maybe ahead of Eric Holt at this point. We're not sure. Um,
1: I would put him ahead of Eric Holt. And, you know, both Holt and Pierre have seen... You know, I don't know. I don't know if I can say significant minutes, but... Yeah. Considering what I thought their role would be, yes. I think you can minute. say that
0: Holt has had significant minutes. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, he's, no. he's actually... St- played and started some games so um but yeah do you uh do you have anything else to say about the colorado game
1: nope it was a fun game and it we was won. a fun
0: game lots of goals so hopefully they keep that up <sighs> okay so now let's get into some some news Let, let's start out with the expansion team how does that sound yeah so
1: because we don't care about it
0: so we don't care about it uh mls has announced a new expansion team that's going to go in san diego yay another team from california boo um i hate it (laughs) yeah like i i think that there was quite a bit of support from this team because that's where landon donovan's no he's Where's Landon Donovan coaching?
1: I thought it was. I think you're right. I think it's the San Diego Loyal.
0: Let's see, Landon. I don't know. Donovan.
1: I don't know. It's Landon
0: um, It's
1: just meh. Another California team. Oh yeah,
0: San Diego Loyal. Yep, you're right. I was right. We were all right. Um. So yes, another California team. Um. Which yeah, that's great. It's the it's the Chivas part two. Wait, was Chivas in L. A. or was it in San Diego? I thought it was in San Diego.
1: Chivas was L.A. I think. So it's
0: not Chivas part two. It's different. I think
1: laFC is Chivas part two. I think.
0: Ah. Well, yeah. anyways, so another yeah, another California team. We will wish them the best.
1: The worst? No, the worst.
0: Oh. Yeah, the worst. Um, All
1: California teams should do bad.
0: I'm just waiting for Vegas to get a team. So this this will put them at 30. I think their goal is to get 32. Um, so
1: I'm that, I i do not know about that. I just get, don't see them stopping once they hit 32.
0: That's gonna be so insane,
1: though. Having, it is, but but did you see the the fee? That San Diego paid to join the league?
0: It was a lot. I know that.
1: $500 million.
0: Dang. That's how
1: much it was. Yeah. And I just don't see how MLS is realistically going to turn down that kind of money. If after they hit 32, places are like, hey, we want a team and we'll pay you mm-hmm. <laughs> $600 million. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. Like... Well, and so it's it's interesting because, like, I want Vegas to get a team. And I know that they they at one point were the front runners to get a team. But there mm-hmm. are so many other places that, like, also want a team. And I could totally see them getting a team. Like Phoenix, for example. There's a lot of support for soccer down there. Um, just, like, some other cities on the east coast um and there's talk of like you know san francisco getting a team so like
1: sacramento
0: yeah is big. sac yeah sacramento sorry it was probably sacramento um
1: i mean you could just name any california city and-
0: yeah so but like <laughs> i just i really want vegas to get a team i think it'd do really well there
1: uh <sighs> Yeah, we will see.
0: I sure hope they do.
1: I think they will, because I don't think they're going to stop at 32, but... Mm.
0: <laughs> well, they'll be like, 32, and then as soon as... They'll be like, actually, we're going to expand to 48 because, in honor of the 20, 2026 World Cup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep, they can always spin it yeah. in a positive light, for
0: sure. Um yeah so well something something interesting about this team is that i don't think it's going to be the san diego loyal like they're not going to promote the san diego loyal they're going like it's going to be a a new team
1: yeah i think you're right
0: because i think they like they were like hey we can promote you but then they're like no we want to stay in usl it was something like that. i wonder
1: that's interesting though so what's going to happen to San Diego Loyal? They'll probably just stay. Since there's an actual team there.
0: I don't know. They could turn into the San Diego like the FC San Diego or whatever their two mm-hmm. team. They might get brought under the umbrella. I have no idea.
1: Interesting stuff. Yeah. MLS is such a weird league.
0: It really is. Um all right. So Let's get to some RSL news, not just MLS news, but RSL news. So, uh Diego Luna as many of you pro- know, he's with the USMNT under 20s in the USMNT uh, sorry, the the U20 World Cup. And um he scored today against Fiji. Um and that was the only goal they scored? Question mark?
1: No. They oh. scored some They scored two more really late in the game
0: it was the first one
1: yes it was the first goal in the game um kate cowell scored in like the 89th minute Mm -hmm. somewhere around there and then caleb wiley scored in stoppage
0: time so okay (laughs) let's just let's i'd like to just take a second to think about you know the names (laughs) that we just read so Kate Cowell is literally starting for San Jose. Um, f- for some reason, some people think that Cowell, Espinoza, and Abobase are the the best front three in the league. I've heard people say that before. Mm-hmm. Um, Caleb Wiley is like the wonder kid for Atlanta. Like, they're they're all high on him. And then Diego Luna is ri- riding the bench at RSL. I, I just don't see how, how that makes yeah. any sense. I, I really don't understand it.
1: I'm honestly to the point where I want him to leave, and I don't even care if RSL gets anything for him because we are stunting his growth
0: like i'm not crazy right like that makes sense no everyone
1: feels that way except for pablo
0: you look at how other players who are like actually contributing to the us u20 roster like you look at how they're playing for their teams and like luna's just like a giant question mark it's like huh what and then you see him do stuff like that for the u s m and t u twenties and it's just like, okay, you can't find a you can't find a place for him on the field at all, you can't yeah. find a like a place for him where he will succeed at all, I don't know, man,
1: yeah, and here's the thing is that he uh he played like eighty nine minutes or something like that, mhm for the U.S. against... Who did they play before Fiji?
0: Uh, Ecuador.
1: Ecuador. He played like 89 minutes against Ecuador. Guess what position he played? Wing? The nine.
0: He played the nine? Mm-hmm. Interesting.
1: For like 89 minutes. And I did not watch the game, but my dad did, and he said that he looked pretty dang good. And I'm going to be honest... I would m- rather see Diego Luna at the 9 than Rubio Rubin.
0: He'd be such a good false 9 and dude, the US USMNT U20s have already qualified to move on in the World Cup. They won twice. They're already through. So,
1: yep. it's just whether they win the group.
0: Yeah. So, I I don't know. I, I just don't know what is going on here and
1: yeah, it, it was kinda, a good goal
0: it goal was a good swore. goal it kind of it kind of just makes me sad that he's he's in like no man's land like mm-hmm. we don't even know what position he he plays for RSL like that's the sad part.
1: yeah he needs to find a different team as much as it pains me to say that,
0: <laughs> and you know what might happen? like because of this because of he's doing so well at the the u twenty world cup like he there are no doubt scouts there he might just get picked up by another team
1: well, he already had interest in Europe
0: of course- yeah definitely yeah, like
1: I wouldn't be surprised at all if he got picked up for you know, by a European team.
0: But see, I don't I don't see... Because he knew that. Pablo knew that when he decided to come to RSL, that, like, he could have gone literally anywhere he wanted. Like, he could have gone to Europe. And I don't see how you, you take that and you're like, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> can't find a place for him on our team. Like, I don't know. It's just infuriating.
1: I think Pablo just has a thing for players that work hard and grind. And I don't know. I think he just has something against Diego Luna. because
0: <laughs> It could, very well could be.
1: Because he's good and he's young. yeah. And for some reason, Pablo feels like young players like that have to put in their time before they can play. Like, honestly, though, so Gomez has been playing a lot ever since we signed him. And I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think that's Pablo. I think that from the top down, they were like, hey, he's our record transfer. You have to play him. Yeah. I think if Pablo had his way, we would be starting Chang and Saverino. Yeah. I genuinely think that. Like, I don't think that he values young players the way he should. Like, I don't, his judgment's clouded. He just knocks them down just for being young. I don't understand it, but...
0: Which is interesting, and I think a good segue into the next bit of news that we have, um, because RSL has been linked with a number nine who i assume would either be a u-22 initiative player or a designated player yep. um
1: with the money we are reportedly offering we are and he'd have to be one of those two
0: yeah we are offering 3.8 million for uh peter ratkov from uh TSC from the Serbian superliga um and he is Number nine. He has scored 14 goals and five assists. Is that right, Josh? Yeah, in, in 39 games. In 39 games in the in the Superliga. So.
1: And he's 19 years old. And he's 19
0: hmm. years old. So. <laughs> <laughs> so th- th- I mean, you know, let's assume for a second that what you're saying about Pablo and young players is right. You know, just for the sake of argument, um, that'll be interesting to see if he actually does come to RSL, where he kind of fits in with the team because he's also young him and him and Diego Luna are the same age.
1: Yeah. And I would assume if this deal goes through and he is upwards of 3 million, it would be the same thing as Gomez where like Pablo doesn't have a choice. It's like, yeah, they'd be like, yeah, you're going to play play significant minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think because Diego Luna was cheaper, um, that's more like up to Pablo's discretion. And that's why he isn't playing as much. Yeah. But it ugh, man, it is so frustrating to see us playing Rubin and Musovsky over talented young players like Diego Luna. Yeah. And, and and if it was, you know if he was trading off starts with them, that's fine. I get that. But he's he's never given Diego Luna a chance. Pablo Mazzarini. And that's nope. like the biggest black mark on his record in my opinion yep um i 100
0: but... agree with you
1: anyways i just went back to diego luna the the ratkov rumors are exciting i don't they know if i'm pronouncing exciting. his name right
0: uh i i think it's ratkov um ratkov <laughs> but i mean that would be really great if they could because he's getting interest from other european clubs like i think you said rangers um,
1: Rangers, Anderlecht, and Parma. I don't even know where Parma is, but
0: <laughs> Parmesan. He's getting offers from a type of cheese.
1: <laughs> but yeah, that's interest is there. I'm. I mean, just the fact that he's 19 years old and he had 14 goals and five assists. Mm-hmm. I think that MLS would be a step up from the league he's in, but still, I mean, that's pretty narrow pretty darn good for a 19 year old. Outlook so. is good. And All right. and I I have to give credit to the to the um the scouting department because everyone was a little bit on the fence with Gomez mm-hmm. and they absolutely nailed it. Yeah. Like I I think Gomez is going to be A real talent and if they if they're seeing the same thing in ratkov like let's do it yeah sure it'd be great
0: no i I, i agree wholeheartedly with that and if this does end up being you know real and we actually do sign him then i'm excited to see him play um
1: Hopefully, it's not a Quayar situation where everyone's like, it's going to happen, and then it doesn't happen. It
0: doesn't happen. Yeah, that would suck. Well, we've already yeah. made the bid. Like,
1: Right. And and reportedly, we bid more than every other team. We put the most money out. Which... Because <laughs> we have to, because no yeah. one wants to come to Salt Lake, but...
0: <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Um. All right, so... Should we preview the next game, which is also against Colorado?
1: Yeah, we should. We're probably pushing, like, what, two hours?
0: It's only an hour I'm, and 12 minutes.
1: I'm just kidding. But actually, an hour and 12, that's pretty good.
0: That is pretty good. We yeah, have well, four games in an hour and 12 minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, let's preview Colorado Part 2.
0: So just beat them 3-2. Uh, it's another away game unfortunately because that's just rsl's luck with the open cup um but i think they've got a pretty good shot of winning um judging how they performed in um that one place uh portland judging how they performed in portland so like i'm pretty optimistic for this game and i think that uh pablo's going to uh start a tougher lineup like well, not like a tougher yeah. lineup than what but like a good lineup a good mix of like good players and like young players
1: yeah i th- that's the biggest thing for me like our game against colorado the first one it was heavily rotated and uh, yeah i I'm also mm-hmm. optimistic and I think that we're going to start a, a strong lineup. Like Savarino's going to start, I think Gomez is going to start.
0: you think we we start I was going to ask you, do you think we start Saverino?
1: I think so. Yeah. Dang. Well, he didn't play against Colorado
0: cuz he was busy becoming an Italian citizen.
1: Yes. But For some well, reason. I really hope that we start
0: because he know, hasn't made the trip lineup. for the last two Open Cup games. I could see yeah. him making the trip and maybe coming off the bench. Hmm. Although, you're right, he didn't play in the last game, so might as well start him.
1: That's that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I would like us to really prioritize the Open Cup. Because we're not going to win MLS Cup.
0: So I let's mean, go for this We could this be trophy. like last year's Orlando like exactly mid middle Let's of the standings, but win the the Open Cup. All right, I can see that. Mhm. Well, yeah, I think I think it'll be a good game, and then after that, they head to Minnesota, which I don't think we're gonna preview that game very much. Um, yeah, and then well,
1: after that, you said it's Galaxy. Yeah, right? it's
0: it's the Galaxy. Let's see. So okay, there, because I I'm I'm gonna go on vacation, so I'm like we're not gonna record next week, so it's gonna be another four games because they play the Galaxy midweek, <laughs> and then Austin on Saturday. Oh boy. So well, another you'll get another episode. Whew. Yeah, another crazy, crazy episode. So this is just the season, man. You miss one week, and a whole bunch of stuff happens.
1: We really are playing like every weekend and a midweek game. Mm-hmm. Two games a week. That's where we're at. It's now. that season. It's kinda crazy, but it's also awesome.
0: <laughs> it is a lots of soccer. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well
1: what's your I oh, wanna hear your prediction for the Colorado game. The yo, Oklahoma I
0: think game. we win four three again four three again Uh (laughs) it's the open cup dude screw defense
1: i'm gonna say should i just go crazy with it go for yeah five to two we win dang we're gonna score five goals
0: (laughs) i mean maybe (laughs) if we start savarino and gomez i could see
1: that (laughs) yes this is assuming that we start like a very like almost our first choice 11
0: yeah five to two Oh, that makes sense. All right, All right, I'm here for it. I'm cool. here for a 5-2 victory. That'd be great. Be great. All right. Well, I think that just about does it for this episode. We've packed in a lot of stuff.
1: <laughs> but... Yeah, I'm emotionally drained.
0: <laughs> it's been a, it's been to... a roller coaster this past hour i need to
1: go take a nap like <laughs> <laughs> All so right. much to remember
0: Jeez. but yeah um i guess thank you for listening and we will see you in two weeks
1: later